Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today hey there john and ken show john cobelt ken shampoo kfi am 640 live everywhere at the iheart radio app hey there hi there how are you hi there <laughs> all right next hour we're bringing out the voice line people see what they got to rant about we'll have hacks for the dumpster it'll be two hacks so we have a little extra mob members we Took what Ukrainians we could, but of course we now have a very diverse worldwide group of uh, mob members to help us throw hacks in the dumpster. That'll come up in the 5 o'clock hour. The Fresno County Board of Supervisors um, have an idea. It's, it's shocking. It's controversial. People are getting very <laughs> upset. Uh, they have uh, passed a resolution calling for more oil production in the county. The local, yeah. the state, the country, everywhere. They're uh, urging federal and state legislators to increase the U.S. oil production. And for this, they were lambasted in a Fresno Bee editorial titled, In Their Zeal for Oil, Fresno County Supervisors Disregard Climate Change and Pollution. Zeal for Oil. Zeal. Yeah. The, 
the absolute necessity for modern life. All right, let's uh, get Steve Brandau on, Fresno County Board of uh, Supervisor member. How are you, Steve? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Good to be on the John and Ken show. It's been a while. Uh, it's a great day in the Central Valley. Love to talk about oil. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a shocker that you guys passed this resolution. Holy mackerel, how could you do that? This what, is California. What, what got into you here? Yeah, no kidding. What's really funny is, you know, there's five of us on the Board of Supervisors, three Republicans, two Democrats, but the vote was unanimous. And, you know, it's it's not just jobs, and maybe that attracts some of the Democrat members of, of our board. Uh, there's jobs and, and, you know, great work and taxes that get paid uh, by oil production in Fresno County. But really, it's about this oil that we cut. We cut, you know, we know that the president cut off uh, Russian oil on March 8th. Well, we're saying let's replace that with domestic oil. We don't need to go to Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, Iran. These, these actors aren't any better than Putin. So we don't need to go to these places. We can produce it here and partially in Fresno County. I don't think people understand just how much oil we're sitting on here in California and in the adjacent ocean. I mean, it is a tremendous reservoir. Absolutely, and I think you're 100% correct. There's been about, you know, at least a decade-long uh, war on the oil industry in California specifically, and uh, our current governor, you know, is just one of the big warriors, uh, always putting the uh, um, roadblocks in the way of higher production and, and not permitting things fast enough to allow it to happen. And but we're you know we're in a worldwide crisis right now. Now's the time, just like he did with gas prices, it, it, it needs to be addressed. And even in his mind, if we could just get him to temporarily acknowledge that during this crisis we need to go to domestic production, but they're kind of stuck on stupid in Sacramento. We know that. Uh, but we decided to pass this resolution in Fresno County just to let the world know that we're not all that crazy. Well, what's what's funny is he's had a. Uh... Uh, several summers on the hot days where they've been in a panic trying to cobble enough electricity together to keep the state running. They run short because there's not enough wind and solar, so they have to steal. We stole electricity that was headed from the Pacific Northwest to Arizona. We actually intercepted it midstream and used it for our own purposes. They had to. Uh, they were going to shut down some natural gas plants. They had to restart them or, or extend their life to keep going. I I mean, it's yeah. clear we can't, we can't do this green energy thing. There, there's not enough of it. It's not reliable. Well, it's not working. I'm sure it's the same in Southern California, but in the central Valley, <clears throat> we, um, you know, the more solar we put up on rooftops, the higher the energy bills go. So something's not working. Right. So we got solar all over the place. My, every home in my street has got solar on the rooftop. But the PG&E bills, that's who our provider is here in the Central Valley. Uh, our bills just keep rising. We're going to face a 22% rise within the next uh, 14 months. And so, you know, something's not working. I, I agree with you 100%. The green energy thing is kind of busted. But we still follow along like lemmings as if it's going to uh, uh, fix all of our woes. Well, you know, what's weird is every poll I've seen, most of the public's not particularly interested in this. And I, I don't think people are paying attention uh, that, you know, the the gas prices, everybody should know, are much higher than the rest of the country. Our electricity prices, on average, are 60% higher than the rest of the well, country. Well, it wasn't uh, I, I, I mean, exactly. We're getting slowly boiled alive. 
And I don't think people are aware that this is directly connected to all these insane energy rules from Newsom. Well, it wasn't just a 14 or 15 months ago, in, as the Trump administration came to an end, the nation was virtually for essentially uh, energy um, a producer and uh, energy independent. And now uh, within 14 months of the Biden administration, it's completely flipped around. And uh, again, we're chasing our tail. We're connected with bad actors all around the globe. And we don't need to be. And, you know, a, a point that the Fresno Bee took us to task, and, you know, we that is our major newspaper in Fresno, but it's very liberal, and they take, it, they take us to task on all these issues. But, you know, they're skipping a lot of things, John and Ken, that, for instance, when we produce oil in California, uh, it's so heavily regulated that it's some of the cleanest production in the globe. I imagine these guys would rather have all that work done in Venezuela where, you know, they, they face one-tenth of the regulations. Yeah. I mean, imagine the amount of polluting going on in Venezuela compared to California. Yes, and what's so stupid is a, a, a barrel of oil that comes from California is the same as a barrel of oil from Venezuela. If we don't make it here, we're going to buy it from somewhere else. That's the same amount of carbon that's going to go into the atmosphere. They're not saving. Yeah, the demand it, doesn't magically disappear. Yeah, the right. same amount of carbon is going to be released. So they're not doing anything but making it expensive. Yeah, and we got blasted today. Part of the article is basically saying we're five climate change deniers. I don't think that's really true um, when, if, you know, if you have individual conversations with the five supervisors. But, at the, you know, at the same point, you know, we have to acknowledge the facts on the ground. In the hills outside of Fresno, they're really about an hour and 15 minutes away. We're a big county uh, geographically. And so they're called the Kalinga Hills. We've got a lot of oil out there. Uh, five years ago, we were producing 20% more than we are today. And, uh, you know, and we could ramp up even further. And it's not about adding more wells. It's about maximizing the infrastructure that's already there. So it's really ludicrous uh, that the governor and the people in Sacramento, they just, they're either oblivious and don't get it, or yeah. it's just part of their war on oil. I think going to change they're, the universe. They're, they're fanatics. Yeah, it's, it's, it a, is. It's, it's become a cult. Oil. And they're beyond reason and discussion. I don't live in a reality. Well, Steve, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Have a great day. All right. That's Fresno County Supervisor Steve Brando. And the Fresno Bee, they tried to demean this by saying, oh, you know, if you ramped up all the oil production and all the places you could in Fresno County, it would not make a drop of difference in the price of oil. But again, the resolution was about getting well, the entire country to increase production. Well, uh, the state... The county, the state, and the country. Plus, that's not true anyway. If you're if you're drilling for oil in Fresno and refining the oil into gasoline here in California, you don't have the transportation costs that you have if the whole process is going on in Russia or Venezuela or Saudi Arabia or wherever. We get a lot of oil from out of state, out of the country. Right. So there's a big transportation savings here. And anyway, if if the price of oil is set by the world markets, the supply of oil is set by the world markets, which means we need an X amount of supply every day. No matter where it comes from, we're going to use the same amount of oil. So right. why not use our own? All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI.
Ken Show, KFI AM640. We are live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. In one hour, you got them. The Moist Line people are here. They're here at 520 and again at 550. In between the two rounds of the Moist Line, we will put some hacks into the dumpster. Coming up after 430, though, it is terrific. The USA Today decided to take on the task as to how to define a woman. It was a question for the Supreme Court nominee by a Tennessee senator named Marsha Blackburn, which the nominee, Katanji Jackson-Brown, decided that she couldn't really answer. But USA Today took on the task. Yeah. They'll show you just how complicated it is to define woman. If you don't know the definition of a woman, we will read you the the investigation. They went to the experts. That's right. right. Oh, yes. Experts. Gender experts. experts. That's right. Gender and biological experts. Can you imagine being on this planet all your life and you need a gender expert now to explain the definition of a woman? So uh, (laughs) we turn our attention. I can't repeat that. (laughs) Eric made a suggestion on how you determine if somebody's a woman. Did he really? Does he like to share with the audience? Uh, No, we don't want to share. The Duke of Sports disappoints. They'll close us down. He just whispered in your ear, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, I see. Oh, all right. He just told me this. Okay. Pacific Gas and Electric is looking for an outrageous rate hike. I think it's as much as 22%. Mm-hmm. I've actually gotten emails from some PG&E customers. They are in our audience. They're not a Southern California utility, but they serve a big portion of the state who cannot believe their outrageous utility bill from Pacific Gas and Electric. And the reason we're talking about him is we have a state auditor, and he's only an acting state auditor. He's pretending to be an auditor? I guess he hasn't been confirmed yet. Or He just put out a report that says they're not ready for the fire season. Of course not. He's got some real problems with PG&E's <laughs> preparation for yet another horrific fire season. And not only from the wildfires, but the blackouts that they may have to impose. All mm-hmm. of this, he says, is yeah. just not, they're not doing the job. Yet, they're about to become eligible for, <laughs> this is even funny to say, a safety certificate. Yeah. And you may laugh because it sounds childlike, but if they get the safety certificate, that allows them to collect from ratepayers for the fire damage. You know, this is this is a Gavin Newsom corruption production. He did. He put this all together he, with a bill a few years he, back. He, right? he gets a lot of money from PG&E and so does his uh, wife who is uh, just as dirty as Gavin. And mm. she gets funding for her uh, silly feminism documentaries from PG&E. So they're, they're up to their rear ends in donated money. And, and, and you know, he has these companies donate to various nonprofits and uh, various organizations that Newsom has contacts with. And he just, you know, he, he, he loots these companies. He really does. I mean, it's a, it's a form of extortion. And because PG&E, by any stretch, should be completely out of business because of all the uh, lawsuits over the people that they murdered when their electrical equipment started all those terrible fires. But of course, the campfire, which killed over 80 people, right? You can't put them out of business because then half the state would have no, no power. So we're we're stuck with this with this just murderous incompetent group group of greed bags that run PG and E and and Newsom is their lackey. Basically, he gets a cut, and so he keeps making deals that allow 
allow them to stumble along, float along, without doing the work to mitigate the fire risk. The audit said that apparently PG&E's plans, to put it in plain language, the utility safety projects were not targeting the highest risk portions of the electrical grid. And obviously those are in places where we have the high winds, we have the more rural areas, where we have more land that can burn, more danger of these wires going down or some other problem happening with the equipment. This has been the case over and over again with PG&E. We're told time and time again, oh, we're on it. We're doing something about it. We're going to underground. We're going to go and we're going to replace uh, some of the equipment that's out. But well, it doesn't seem yeah. to happen. All right. Here, here's just one aspect. In 2020, utilities reported they had replaced or upgraded equipment on 1,540 miles of lines. 1,540. But as of last summer, there were 40,000 miles of bare power lines in high fire risk areas. Well, that would be a small percentage, 1540 out of 40,000. What is that, 3%? Yeah, it's pretty low. Yeah. So they've that's done... 3 or 4%, right? Yeah, that's virtually nothing. And, 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 and Southern California Edison, San Diego Gas and Electric, they're no better. But, but PG&E covers so much of the forested area of the state, so much of the rural area of the state, that it's their power lines and their electrical equipment that starts a lot of fires, way more than all the other companies combined. So they get this safety certificate. They can then reach into this multi-billion dollar fund created by the legislature after damages from the campfire and the wine country fires of 2017 that drove PG&E into bankruptcy. The fund is run by the state, but it is funded by ratepayers and shareholders. Mm -hmm. So PG&E could be the first utility to take advantage of the fund. They want to grab $150 million to help cover. You know what the anticipated cost of that Dixie fire is? $1.15 billion in damages. Mm -hmm. And that's, so, they want to swipe the money out of that fund to cover some of that. Uh, these executives give themselves huge salaries, stock options, and big golden parachutes when they finally get fired. And they got the politicians to rig a system right. for them. They pay Newsom off. They pay Newsom's wife off. They don't upgrade their electrical lines or all their other electrical equipment. They start fires. They burn down your house. And then they make you pay for the lawsuit that you filed. Right. You have oh. to pay to settle the lawsuit. Oh, and by the way, we didn't even mention them yet. The audit also took some shots at the infamous Public Utilities Commission. They're supposed to be the overseer of the utilities, oh, but apparently they didn't do much either. They're hapless puppets. puppets. I mean, yeah, well, because the people on the Public Utilities Commission historically have been executives from these yeah, energy companies. Hack. Right, they're all hack And they're appointed by Newsom, who basically is on the PGD payroll. So it's a complete corrupt circle. It's an iron circle, an iron ring of corruption. All right, when we come back, the prestigious USA Today and a reporter. Prestigious? Yeah, being cynical. <laughs> uh, are going to help us define woman because apparently this stumped the Supreme Court nominee, Katanji Brown-Jackson, when she was uh, asked to define woman. I thought I knew. There is no simple answer is the headline. We'll get into it next. See, I don't know if you're a woman. I am ever. a woman. Well, no. I don't know that. Well, I, it's complicated. I, I, you know, prove that. Well, 
I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Not right now, I Not guess. Not right now. Okay, I, yeah, right. I, I, it wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll adjourn for later. Uh, <laughs> more of the John and Ken Show. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo Can't Buy AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You bet we're proud of it. Five o'clock hours on the way. We'll start with Russia, Ukraine. Looks like we're going to try to help Europe out by sending them some gas. All they have to do is open the doors of Congress, let the gassy winds blow. <laughs> Yeah, really. We'll have the moist line. We'll have hacks for the dumpster. It's a full five o'clock hour. Don't go anywhere. Right now, we take a moment to review one of the more amusing things to happen this week. And that was the uh, questioning of Biden's Supreme Court nominee by a Tennessee senator named Marsha Blackburn, a Republican who simply wanted her to define, and this is... uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson, to define what a woman is. And the answer was mostly evasive. I'm not even sure what you're asking. She chuckled a bit. A lot of this is coming out of the big debate over people who now identify as women participating in female sports. And finally finally said, I'm not a biologist. So only a biologist can tell you if a woman is a woman. You know, in fact, we'll get a biologist in here to see if you really are a yeah. woman. Yeah, okay. right? as long as I don't have to strip. Oh. Well, yeah. what's, what's a biologist supposed to do? I don't know, but I'm Take your not word taking for my... It? Yeah. Well, the USA Today and one of their columnists decided to tackle this question. And they went to Rebecca Jordan-Young. Another hyphen. A scientist and gender studies scholar at Barnard College. Okay. How rich yeah. is that? Not only... Well, she's a scientist. We don't uh, know what not, kind of not, scientist, wait, but, wait. but a gender studies scholar. Gender studies is not a science. It's, it's no, a, but they're two different things. It says she's a scientist and gender. Oh, studies and a gender studies scholar. So she she must so, be a scientist. I mean, a scientist is that strictly defined too? Is this going to be like the woman thing? So I I never heard of that before. <laughs> that gender studies now you can become a scholar. A scholar, yes. Right. It's a good name to attach well, to yourself. I mean, Scholar sounds like you're quite educated. Well, the idea used to be a joke because it's like gender studies. It's like, well, all right, we have men, we have women. I No. Oh, so what they did is they... You know by now there's many genders. Oh, there's uh, like 22 of them, I think. 22? Is that the count now? I think so, yeah. Um. Well, then how many letters is that with LGBTQ... I A A P. There's 22 letters? And then they put a plus on the end now. The uh, the plus is for uh, extras that. Oh, just in case. Just in case we you miss something, missed a couple of letters. Don't you put want a to little offend. infinity sign. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here is Rebecca Jordan Young tackling the question, and she particularly uh, well. All right, well, here's how she starts out. Well, traditional notions of sex and gender. Suggest it's binary. If you're born with a penis, you're a male mm-hmm. and identify as a man. And if you're born with a vagina, you're female and identify as a woman. But the reality is more complex than that. Well, it always is. Jordan Young said there isn't one single biological answer to the definition of a woman. There's not even a single biological answer to the question of what is a female. There are at least <laughs> six different biological markers of sex in the body. Did you know this? And it brought back a word we haven't heard since the days of Leibaka, these uh, biological markers are genitals, chromosomes, gonads, uh-huh. 
internal reproductive structures, hormone ratios, and secondary sex characteristics. See what you're going to have to do? No, it's too too complicated. And none of these is strictly dichotomous, she says. Wait wait a second, hold on. None of these six. Genitals between the two sexes, can you believe we're doing this, are clearly different, right? The chromosomes. You know, there are people at birth who actually have several. Several? Well, I mean, they have different biological markers, so they might have male and female genitals. Yes, it's an extremely rare variation. But it it, it, it exists. Everything exists. You want to write off everything because it's not popular enough for you or common enough. (laughs) I don't know. If we get to like the 99.9% range. I know. uh, I don't know how much time you want to spend on this. Chromosomes, right? One is an XX, the other is an XY. Y. Okay. Gonads. Maybe some people have a tiny Y. Some of them have a broken Y. Making it, making it complicated. <laughs> um, then the gonads, I think that's self-explanatory. Uh, internal reproductive structures, I don't have a, a womb. Hmm. Um, I don't have uh, a vagina. I don't have... Uh, How do you know if you check? Uh, I don't have any ovaries. Hmm. Well, no, I've, I've seen x-rays. I've... I see. Hormone ratios? I, I think we know there's a lot of testosterone in men, more oh. estrogen in women. That causes all kinds of issues as time goes on. Uh, secondary sex characteristics? It's pretty obvious. Men tend to have more facial hair. I... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, but you know, breasts are obviously different. But you see some men that look kind of feminine. You see some women that look kind of masculine. Sure. There's a lot of crossover well, there. Well, they may they? have, they, right. There's, there's a little and bit of crossover. you know the old joke that when, but, when couples get old, the man starts to look more like a woman and the woman starts to look more like a man. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. <laughs> it's pretty common. And of course, they start to look like each other. You and I are going to make lovely women. <laughs> of course, uh, you know, it kind of makes sense because when you get older as a male, your testosterone Right. Of, so you so might you, start to get a more gentler, less right. your, 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 um, bearded face. Of, your face softens. It softens is the way to look at right. it. Right. Exactly. And your, your, your jawline disappears. You end up with this saggy bag under your chin. So that, We are clearly uh, not scholars. <laughs> but We're but, not a gender scholar. Do we know any less than she does? I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm a big believer is like my eyes uh, are, are pretty good. I, I go by what I can see. And I'm pretty good at telling a man from a woman. I mean, oh, I mean, I would say I'm almost perfect at that. Right. I can't tell you necessarily what their sexual desire is, but their sexual desire doesn't change the sex that they are, obviously, right? Right. So, did you, did you see what uh, Kate Mason, oh, a gender studies professor at Wheaton College, who studies social inequality, <laughs> talking about that swimmer? Here's what she said about that swimmer. Yeah, uh, this is the debate over the transgender uh, woman, a member of the University of Pennsylvania swimming team, who made history when she won an NCAA swimming competition in Division One. Lots of people are assigned male at birth, have higher testosterone levels, and they could never make a Division One swimming team. Why do we attribute her current success to her assigned sex rather than to her long record as an elite swimmer? How's that for a way of narrowing? Her assigned the, uh, sex. No, see, this, this, they, they come up with a bunch of language and they repeat it over and over and speak authoritatively as if this whole concept is real. M- my sex was not assigned to me. I came out as a male. Right, but there were people, I, what, as uh, they grow up, they somehow identify more as a female. 
Okay, but that doesn't change Just my... Just because they have a penis, but they still feel like... That doesn't change my situation. You can still identify me as a male. Right. You can still identify Deborah as a woman. Just because somebody else has a variation on that for whatever reason doesn't mean you can't tell a man and a woman. Maybe, you know, one out of uh, 500 has a variation that might be confusing. But in the main, in normal life, it's easy. And we've all done it. And that's good enough for a definition. And you, you can put in fine print a little asterisk that there are some exceptions based on these following characteristics and possibilities. But the idea that because there are relatively few variations or exceptions to the main definition, it does not invalidate the definition. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, Deborah Mark, woman. I am woman, hear although, me roar. Although she refuses to prove it. That's, that's, yeah, you'll take my word for it. She has the news. John and Ken Show. John Covell and Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There's another phrase that these wokesters were pushing because we were talking about the controversial definition of a woman. You ever heard of birthing person? They yeah, you brought this up a couple of months they, ago. They won't use the term mother, some of these people. They actually use birthing person. I'm a mother, and you can call me that. I've earned that right. You're not a birthing no. person? No, God, no. Don't ever call me that. No. See? That can offend, too. Uh, that is, I, yeah. It I, is offensive, no, isn't it? I, I, I find it offensive, but. To have your womanhood taken away. Okay. Uh, what? What? <laughs> well, producer Ray just sent me this video of the free fall ride death in Orlando. Holy mackerel. You know, I was on this kind of ride. Uh, I did this in Las Vegas. The Stratosphere. You ever hear of the Stratosphere Casino? And yes. Yeah. I've seen that. Sure. I was a long time ago, 15, 20 years ago. Somebody wanted to go, so I went. And it's, you know, they buckle you in or they have a restraint. It's like a bar that goes over you. And then you slowly ascend the tower. And then, whoosh, they drop you. It's called free fall because, woo, and apparently you can go 75 miles an hour. Well, uh, for some reason, this boy wasn't properly restrained. And uh, as the ride was coming down towards the bottom, he toppled out to his death. There's video of this? Yes. Producer Ray sent it to me, and I, I watched it's, it. It's, it's a total of four and a half minutes, but about three and a half to 3.45 is... Eric is taking uh, credit you for see finding the body. It. Is that right? Where you see the child? He's only 14. It's, oh, that's horrible. Jesus. It's terrible. And they're trying to figure out what went wrong because they're supposed to check the restraint, right, before yeah. they send the but ride have you, up. Have you seen the was kind of... Was he able to undo it somehow or was it not secure? Have you I'll seen... tell you what went wrong. The kid is like 6'6", 320 pounds. He's like a football player, like an offensive lineman. And the restraint literally just couldn't go all the way over his body. Oh. Is that right? Wouldn't they have noticed that before they sent him up, though? Uh, you would think. To say yeah. maybe this isn't going to work. You're too but big for have, this ride. Have you seen your your basic ride, amusement ride employee? Safety first, John. No, I'm serious. Like the kind of guys who work on carnivals. Have you seen those guys? Most um, of them look strung out on meth. What's bizarre about this video is when the ride gets to the ground... 
you see the riders that you can see the sadly you can see the boys body lying there but everybody seems to be kind of oblivious there's mm. a couple of people standing around at the gate not doing anything I, supposedly people were screaming and panicking but i see some people you know they're 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 twirling their feet back and forth just kind of sitting on the ride waiting to be unbuckled or people are un- not bothered by anything i, I told you yesterday so well, maybe they just didn't notice that there's a dead body i couldn't tell what was going on God, it was just kind of weird if he's that big you say like six six three hundred. He's off kind of to the side, but you can. Oh, but still, yes, he was a very. Do people not get heart? I don't think people get horrified uh, by anything his parents anymore. Parents were there too. Oh yeah, yeah. You imagine that? That is just the worst. Huh. But uh, you know, I I don't go on those things. I w- one of my sons used to have a tradition that I take each of my sons to wherever they wanted to go, like once in the summer, right? Yeah. Just one-on-one daddy time. We'd stay overnight somewhere. You know, one of them liked to go to baseball games. Another one liked to go. Oh, we'd, I remember we'd, that. We'd go yeah. rent a boat, you know, down in San Diego Harbor. One of them wanted to go to, I mean, an amusement park. Oh, jeez. So I'd yeah, go, that's, I'd, that's I'd, I'd go with them. Make your Wait wife a go. Eric is, is showing me this. Oh, the video? Yeah. Oh, gee. Uh, I'll look at it. They may be end up removing it. It's right. kind of but, okay. But I I went with him on some. We went to Knott's Berry Farm, which does not have anything all that outrageous. Well, actually, they do. They have one thing that goes straight up and straight down. I think it's pink. Okay. I didn't go on that, but just on the normal stuff. That's kind of what free fall is. It goes straight up slowly and then just drops. I got so nauseous, like unbelievable. I went to some cage where you tumbled around and around and around that I came out. I felt like I had been in a blender, and I lay on the cement bench, and I passed out. I honestly yeah, passed out right there. brain bleed. Remember, we learned that people in roller coasters, some of them got brain bleed, and, and that was a big story af- years ago. After that, I said to him, I go, you do the rest of the rides Stay by yourself. yourself okay, good right. luck. I'll be here don't, cheering you on. Yeah, don't fall out. Check the restraint. I'm not going on another one of these things. I remember being a little kid. Carnival would come to town. I couldn't go on the Tilt-A-Whirl. You know the Tilt-A-Whirl? I hated the tilt the world myself. Yeah. yeah, that was a v- that, big attraction of just the local carnivals in your in your town. Yes, I hated it. That made me nauseous. I had and, to, that, and that stupid boat that goes up and down. Yeah, that's it's built like an old uh, Viking yacht or something like that. Oh, that's scary. That. All I, those I, are I, scary. And you're almost like facing straight down as your eyes. I hate. I liked uh, a stationary horse on the carousel. Small world at Disneyland. Small world was good, ex- yeah. except they played bumper that st- cars are okay. They played that the most irritating song ever recorded is the Small World song. <laughs> First time I went to Disneyland when the kids were little, I almost jumped out and ran out of there screaming. Don't even hum that. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right, it's five o'clock on a Friday. Uh, we'll give you the Russia-Ukraine story. Russia today has said that the first phase of their war is over. Right, we'll see what that means. Uh, we're going to give uh, the European Union countries some natural gas. And John's friend Biden went to Poland. Shook hands with John's relatives. Polish oh, should have kicked him out. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 
This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.